This is America in Space, a weekly news and information program on current events dealing with the space industry. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor. Not every astrophysicist is a rock star. However, one is, and he helped with the OSIRIS-REx mission. That person is Queen guitarist and astrophysicist Brian May. He collaborated with NASA's asteroid mission OSIRIS-REx, working on the images from the Bennu asteroid to complete a 3D map of it to help scientists find a suitable landing spot on the asteroid because Bennu turned out to be completely different from what they had expected and designed their mission for. Here he is to explain how he came to do this. Oh, well, quite informally, really, because um, I'm on the outside of NASA. I mean, nobody pays me to do this, but I love it. And I and my collaborator, uh, Claudia Manzoni, generally go around the internet to find things which we can make into stereos. Because the data is all there from all these different missions, from NASA, from ESA, from JAXA. There is enough data there to find viewpoints in order to, to make the stereo images which we crave. We just love making stereo images. And of course, then you have to use um, a viewer to, to appreciate them in 3D. <clears throat> and um, I mean, I'm creator of the London Stereoscopic Company, and we now make stereo viewers. We make 3D viewers. Um, so what happened with me and Dante was I sent him just off the cuff uh, a couple of his images, which I'd made into 3D, along with Claudia. And he was amazed. He said, I've never seen them like this. This is, this is such a great tool, and this might be able to help us find the landing site that we need in order to get our samples safely. Um, so we started to interact, and uh, we started to uh, trade emails and pictures. And from that point on, I mean, we, we've become very good friends during the, the passage of time, but a lot of work, because when it became serious, we're not just making pretty pictures, we're um, supplying them with images that they can view and make that crucial decision. Is this a flat enough site to land our spacecraft? Will it be safe? Will we get the sample back to Earth? So that's what I became engaged doing, and a lot of work, but very, very happy work. I was incredibly lucky to be involved in the New Horizons mission uh, with Alan Stern, who also kind of took me under his wing, and I was able to help secure 3D pictures of Pluto. See, no one had ever seen Pluto close up before. So I was able to, to bring, um, I think, the universe's first uh, 3D picture of Pluto. Um, and they went on to photograph an object in the Kuiper Belt, as you probably know. I think the difference is that um, that Dante wanted to involve me and involve us at an early stage so that we could actually contribute to the conduct of the mission. That's the crucial difference. I think it was suddenly becoming much more difficult than they'd expected because Bennu wasn't a solid object with flat places. It was a completely randomly accrued object. It's a rubble pile. And there are no places where it's safe to, to land, apparently. There's only sort of different sizes of pebbles. And it's very difficult to assess what the landing will actually be like if you can't be there and see it with your own eyes. That's where this comes in handy, because once you have a stereo image of that particular potential landing site, you can really make an instinctive judgment as to whether things are going to work out or not. You know, how near is this boulder? How much slope is there? How dangerous is it to be to get it off and get on? So that's where we were able to get into it. And I know that 
Uh, at, at one point, Dante said, look, all my guys have to see this. I've seen it. This has changed my whole opinion. I want my whole team to see this. So I sent about a box of these and um, everybody sat around the table, I think, and made those decisions looking at Benno as if they were there. May and OSIRIS-REx principal investigator Dante Loretta created a 3D book using the Bennu photos titled Bennu, 3D Anatomy of an Asteroid, which is available in the U.S. from the University of Arizona Press and in the U.K. from London Stereoscopic Company and on Kindle. May explained how he created the stereo images from the photographs and came up with the book of images. Basically, to make a stereo image, you need two different viewpoints. Just as in real life, when I look at you, my left eye has a viewpoint and my right eye has a viewpoint. Slightly different. I see more of your, your cheek here. see more of your cheek here. And um, that's the whole thing. I mean, I, I've said it there. What you have to do in making a stereo image is to reproduce that effect. So I have to take a picture from my left eye. I have to take a picture for my right eye. And then I put him in a viewer like, like this in the situation where my left eye only sees the left image and my right eye only sees the right image. Then the effect is reproduced. So I see this crater as if I were about a mile away from Bennu, but my eyes are about 100,000 miles apart. No, 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 that far. <laughs> Delete that. My eyes are about half a mile apart. <laughs> we made so many images, and um, it was a labor of love, and it was also very rushed. And I remember saying to Dante, we should do the book. You know, we have such an amazing collection of images, not just of the details of the surface, also of the the whole planet, which, which is something very attractive. And so we started to think of, of a book, and we realized that it could be the, the world's first opportunity to make a real atlas of, a, of an asteroid. So that's what we attempted to do. And the fact that it has stereo images as well, I think makes it something very, very unique and special. The book is really aimed at anyone who has an interest in this kind of subject, anyone who's interested in what they see when they look up in the night sky. It's not just for scientists. There's a lot of, well, there's a whole world of scientific information in there for anyone who wants it. But if you read it as a story, you should be able to understand it without prior knowledge. The book looks absolutely fascinating. I think I may have to get myself one. Thank you for joining me. Remember each Tuesday to join David Denault for America's Return to Space. And join me every Friday for America in Space. From the Florida Space Coast, I'm Dawn Meyer, Space Coast News Editor for About Space Today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share our program with your family and friends and follow us on Facebook. Join us each week for news and information on America in Space.